Helen and welcome back to Almost Grown Up. We're here for a brand new series so if you've never joined us before, hi and welcome to the gang. You will learn everything about motherhood, highs and lows, my family moving to Scotland and moving into our dream home. Plenty of guests, juicy questions, sit back and enjoy. Gosh, can we just like appreciate how good my new little theme tune is? Like, I absolutely love it. Oh, you may hear some heavy breathing right now. This is Dexter, the new part. Like, he's new to Scotland, but you're not new to the family, are you? He's a puppy, would you believe? Um, but I just want to say thank you because that amazing um, song is actually by All Good Folks and it's called Happy Feels. Um, which I found on a website and it was free and it's amazing. And I'm so happy because I feel like 2022 is going to be the year of happy feels. I feel like it's got a ring to it, hasn't it? 2022. I know we all said that about 2020 and look what happened there, but there is just something about 2022. So it's been a while. I'm really sorry it's been a while. Oh, where to begin? Um... (laughs) It's been a while for many reasons, and I posted up a post on my Instagram. Um, if you don't follow, it is almost grown up with an underscore on Instagram, and I explained how I've been reflecting a lot in January, but I also reflected quite a lot in December on the year that we had. Um, and one of the main reasons was, um, and I'll start from the beginning. It's probably best if I start from the beginning. So. Work-wise, everybody knows that I'm in social media marketing and I love it and it was my dream. And I had a bit of a wobble late in 2021. Something happened, which I don't really want to talk about it. And it definitely knocked me back. You know, when something, whether it's personally or if it's professionally, completely knocks you for six and you don't realise it. That was pretty much me. Um, I thought that I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing anymore. I thought that oh my God, what am I doing? I had a bit of a, what am I doing with my life moment? And yeah, I looked for a job. I got a job. I got 24 hours notice on this job and I started, I got the notice. Oh, I think they rung me, sorry, 48 hours notice. They rung me on the Friday evening, got the job and I started on the Monday and um, I had to sign something so you can never disclose where you worked. It's like an NDA um because they don't want it to be tracked or something I don't I don't really know um but I worked and I went to the training it was brilliant but I didn't even think about how it would affect and impact my family that I was out the house for essentially 16 hours a day because it was in the city in Inverness which is on a good day an hour away and in my head I was loving catching up on podcasts and I was loving the journey and then when I started the position and the job like the shift would start at 7 30 or 8 and I would have to leave the house and essentially I was out the house for 14 hours on a good day 14 to 16 hours I think the longest day I had was 16 hours which is fine I've done shifts like that like I worked in hospitality I knew that that like what to expect Um, however, I took this job and it just wasn't for me. I loved the adult interaction. It's been a very long time since I had colleagues 
and I didn't realize how much it impacted on Elsie, which obviously, as you all know, is my main priority in life. And I think I saw her at most half an hour a day because she would be getting taken to nursery and she would be getting picked up. And I literally would make it for the last 10 minutes of her bedtime routine. Whereas I have literally been here all the time since she was a baby. And I was telling everyone I was enjoying the job and deep down I wasn't. um, And I didn't know that my body was so exhausted. Like I was coming home. I know. He's crying because James is in the shower. Um, And I told in advance the employer that I would be having Christmas off because my mum was moving up where, you know, be packing up the house and um, we wanted the last Christmas in England. Like it was already pre-booked. So obviously with an employer, they have to honour the pre-booked. My last shift um, before I went was the... Um, Friday before was it the Friday before Christmas no it was two weeks before Christmas I think was it no because my mum's 50th was on the 20th and we all got COVID uh well my mum got COVID first um yeah so it was like the Friday before Christmas yeah I think it was and um my last shift was on the Thursday and the Friday I was so excited to take Elsie to dance because I hadn't taken her to dance for so long and it was the Christmas special. I was so excited. I literally had done four weeks in this job. I was forgetting to eat. I wasn't really looking after myself. I wasn't obviously not here at home. So I would be the one that would be like, so what's happened at home today? My brother was the best uncle in the world and literally doing, getting up early hours to take Elsie to nursery and then like picking her up. Even at one point he had food poisoning and still stepped up. I remember arriving back because I raced home because they wouldn't let me leave. I was like, our only childcare um, after nursery that we've got is my brother and he's got food poisoning and they simply wouldn't let me leave. And it was the hardest journey home. So I was like, oh my God, oh my God. He's like throwing up and he said like Elsie had to like watch it. And it was like something that she obviously has never experienced. <laughs> I've seen a reflection, we laugh at it now. Um, and he was absolutely amazing and stepped up and it's definitely made their bond stronger. And so I was really excited to be able to be me again and take Elsie to this dance class. And on the way to the dance class, I was feeling really dizzy and like getting hot flushes and that had never happened to me before. And it felt like I was going to faint. And the last time I fainted or had a panic attack was years ago because I've been really honest on this podcast and online and things like that. And that I used to always have panic attacks, especially when I was really underweight. So I was like, oh my God, am I going to faint? How embarrassing. And I was approaching, there's a roundabout before we get to, I was walking, by the way, I wasn't driving, imagine. Um, and there's a Tesco and we have to cross over. And I was like, do you know what? I'll go and go in here because I need to pick up some bits for the dance teacher to say thank you. And Elsie's got little dancing friends. So I wanted to get them both a selection box and I hadn't had the opportunity all week to get it. So I went and as I was going, I don't really remember anything other than yeah I don't remember anything and then this old couple like woke me up and I had collapsed in front of the Tesco before you get to the entrance it was like near the big sign so you know draw attention to yourself busy roundabout I collapse but I'd thrown up as well and I literally have no recollection of it whatsoever. And my first thing was, oh my God, Elsie, has she fallen out the pram? Like, did I bring the pram down with me? 
<laughs> and the old couple were like, are you okay, dear? And I was like, what the hell's just happened? And they were like, we think you've collapsed. Now this old couple probably don't listen to podcasts or anything like that, but if they do listen and they come across my podcast, thank you so much because you were the sweetest. And I felt so silly because I'm like this young, like woman and like, it should be the other way around. Like I should be helping that generation. They shouldn't be helping me. And I felt really embarrassed. And I was like, oh my God, this has never happened. And she was like, um, have you eaten? And I like thought, and I was like, oh no, I haven't eaten. And she was like, go inside, get yourself a cup of tea. And I instantly laughed because it reminded me of something that my nan would tell me to do, like go and get a cup of tea because a cup of tea solves everything. Um, but yeah, so I went in and I did what I needed to do. I got myself like an energy bar and an orange juice and I got the presents that we needed to. And I still went to the dance class and I, I knew Alex wouldn't answer his phone because he hadn't quite finished work yet. Friday, they don't work that long anyway. So I like texting him and you won't believe what's just happened to you, mate. And it was like such a shock. And I literally was my body saying to me like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Like, and I really had stretched myself way too far this time. And like, I didn't, I thought that I was still 18 and could do extensive shifts and come home and things like that. But like, my life's completely different now. I have a family and I have a daughter and I can't do these 16 hour shifts when I have to come home and do the dinner and things like that. Like, it, I think I was just had my head a bit in cuckoo, but it was so good going back to England for Christmas because... I obviously had told my mum and my auntie and everyone like what had happened and it was a blessing in a way that I got COVID like all the family got COVID like Elsie just slept because it was such a time to reflect and be like is this really what I want and the one thing that had made me doubt myself in self-employed and wobble I literally was just like no like I can't think like that like I know I'm really good at what I do and we all get these wobbles and we all get these doubts in our mind in whatever we do whether it's personally or professionally um and I decided to leave the job and I didn't even do it for long and another reason was the money because obviously it was so far away um the job like weekly pay was I was trying to calculate it and work it out like you know when self-employed is like really good and you're on your game and I was thinking what I make in a week is essentially what I could make in a day like what and I was just like no it just doesn't balance out like the petrol was way too much um and obviously sent the email over Christmas but no one replied to me and I was like oh maybe they've just got it and they've just sent it and then I like was like it was the new year and I was traveling back up and I was like, maybe I should like be like, hello, has anyone got my email? And it turned out they hadn't even looked at their emails. Um, I knew that they all went on like Christmas leave, but it, I sent it before that. And because it was through an agency, I had to send it to the agency. And she was like, oh no, thank you so much. They asked for a reason. And I was so honest and they were like, I'm so sorry that you stretched yourself so thin. They were really supportive and so lovely. And I don't know if the employer was the same. And like, I really hope that I haven't left them in the lurch um because a, another lady had also left like I think the same week that I left or like a few weeks before um because she just didn't like the environment and she she was stretching herself too thin as well and it was a really demanding job um I wish I could tell you guys what it was and instead of me sounding a bit like oh I couldn't cope with the shifts but it really impacted on my mental health eh, as well um 
one situation I just couldn't get out of my head and I did cry a lot about of it about it over Christmas because it was just so heartbreaking um but unfortunately I'm not allowed to say what it was because I don't want to get myself in trouble um but yeah so January came and like I've felt so much better in myself and I definitely was like turned to a lot of people um turned to a lot of people people who were like outside parties and like what do you think of this situation and everyone said the same like I was definitely stretching myself way too thin um and when I told them that like oh like I still had clients as well so I still was doing the self-employment and doing the job as well so I would come home and do my self-employed work so it was like I wasn't sleeping that much either but um yeah it was just I think I definitely helped and in January I was offered something for self-employed that could make 2022 absolutely incredible and I'm so grateful as well because meeting people that are so like-minded and have also had wobbles I mean I don't think for self-employed people it's definitely hit hit us how impactful 2020 was and the pandemic because we literally got zero support and any support we did we now have to pay back um so I think yeah I think what I've been offered for self-employed I'm fully back self-employed I'm really enjoying it again and the situation that happened in 2021 is being dealt with and I just feel much stronger as a person um and I think that's really good and I wanted to be honest and talk about it because I actually had so many messages during the period of me taking that job because people were like are you okay like you've not been online or anything I literally didn't look at my phone like at all which is not like me (laughs) at all like I'm the first person to have her phone out to take a photo or anything I just didn't have the energy so it was really sweet people were like we've been really worried and the people who did follow me I was like I did explain the situation like oh I've taken a job and everything and like when I said oh and when I started posting again they were like I'm presuming the job didn't work out and I was like no not quite um but it was just so lovely that yeah I think I definitely let something get to me and thought I could do something and I couldn't and I hate not achieving or like achieving my goals or anything like that but 2022 in January was just so much reflection I applied for a lot of remote jobs because with marketing and with social media marketing especially you can do it from anywhere these days you can literally do it from anywhere and that's the absolute best thing about it um and I had so many interviews lined up and I was offered this one opportunity and I think my last message to this particular person where well we were on zoom and I was like do I put my eggs all in this basket and they were like yeah and it was just so exciting so I just really hope it I really was and I've met people that are so like-minded and it's so exciting and I feel so much more refreshed and creative and I feel quite back to myself um obviously the next bit you're all probably wanting because the majority of the questions that I got was to do with our house. So I'm going to have a little breather because I found it really hard to open up then. So I'm going to have a little breather and we'll be right back. 
Okay, so I'm back now. I just, I think when you put yourself on a platform or anything, or if you speak on any podcast or YouTube, you are risking the opportunity for people to just come at you. So I hope it wasn't too, oh, woe be me. Um, I think it was just more to spread awareness in the sense that don't, like it proper impacted my mental health and, and it proper... I was so distanced with everyone and it's don't spread yourself too thin and don't ever doubt yourself because what you're doing right now is exactly where you're meant to be. And yeah, so I thought I would move on to the next bit. And a lot of people have asked how the house is coming along. So obviously our house is being built. We queued for our house, which obviously everyone thinks is so funny. And I love that you all do. Um, But yes, we queued for the house and last August, which seems a lifetime ago, we've picked our choices for our kitchen. We've just got to pick the paint and the tiles. We got given a move-in date. However, so we did a more, obviously looked for, we've got a mortgage advisor because we feel because we're so new to this, we don't have a clue. And I don't have a clue when it, if it was say like Alex is really easy, he's just got pay slips. Whereas being self-employed, it's really difficult. And I don't know really to start at all because I just find it so confusing. All those numbers, I'm not very good with maths. So the mortgage advisor did my first two years of my books and anyone who's self-employed knows your first year is literally not great. Um, so we were given a mortgage in principle, which I posted about and was very excited. However, that mortgage the costings per month, it's doable. But however, we we know that we could get it a bit cheaper with this year's. So I, so it would be 2021 to 2022. So she's asked me if we can, there's something called a missive that we have to sign. So we were given the missive date that we have to sign. However, it's a month before I can do my books. So we've asked for the missives to be moved to that month. Um, which means it will result in us moving in later. So we were given July. However, I'm currently waiting for a reply from my um, solicitor to see if that's a possibility. Um, if it isn't, then at least we tried. Um, but but how it works out as well with self-employed is they'll take your years, your two years worth of books, and they'll balance out an average income, which is so frustrating because it's only going to get better. And the average income could literally be so not what you've earned. And she was explaining it to me like that. And she was like, they balance it out of affordability. And I was just like, I just don't get any of the words that you're saying. Like I have Googled so much to do with mortgages to say, you know, how do I do this? Um, so yeah, so I just have to do my books. I'm really happy to be doing my books actually really early in the year. Um, so I don't surprise myself with how much tax I have to pay. Um, and yeah, so we're going to do that in April, literally as soon as I can to then be able to see if we can reduce the payments. I mean, I think we can. And I gave her a forecast of what I think it will be. And she said it will probably drop. Even if it was just a few hundred quid, I'd be happy. Um, and obviously with energy prices going up too, like, oh my God, like our house that we're in quite right now, when we first moved in, we thought it was a bloody mansion. And now that we're all here, it's like, it's not a mansion. (laughs) 
at all. But this house that we're moving in is literally double the size. So I'm panicking about energy prices and Alex is completely chilled about it. Um, but yes, so we are, you'll probably hear dogs. My brother's just walked into the room. Um, but yes, so that's exciting about the house. The house, obviously, a lot of people are saying I'm not mentioning about it, but until we have signed missives, I don't feel like we can get excited, even though we've got a mortgage in principle. But yeah, I think until I know what's happening with missives and things like that, obviously we chose the kitchen because that's the exciting bit. And the kitchen color we went for, we showed all our fa our family and I just don't think they were sure. However, we absolutely love it. It's quite dark. I showed it on my stories, I think. And it's what we saw, kind of similar of what we saw in the show Root House, which I know you should never copy, but we just kind of fell in love with it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm just so excited for the whole house to be built and for us to be there in the summer loving life. And someone asked me in one of the questions, what are you most excited for for your house? And it's to have a window in my kitchen which sounds really silly, but currently in the current kitchen that I have, I physically have to open a door to be able to see outside, which isn't bad, but it would just be nice to have a window just while you're cooking. Yeah, I think it would just be really lovely. Obviously, when I've mentioned it before, there is a walk-in wardrobe in the master bedroom, which is obviously one of the very exciting things. And child Emily inside of me is actually like, you dreamt about this. Um, I just feel really lucky to be in the position that we are to be able to move forward. And yeah, it's definitely the biggest thing we've ever bought and the most expensive thing we've ever bought. But I think it's just going to be exciting. As soon as those missives are signed, I will be posting loads of things like house inspo and things like that all over it. Um, And we are still going to be in this house when Alex turns 30. Elsie's birthday will still be here. So I don't know if Alex is going away. Nothing's confirmed or anything like that. Um, so it's just, we're going to have some celebrations in this house before we leave. And I think by the time we leave, we will have been in this house for three years, which is literally flown by because we've been married for three years. And as you all know, if you've been following from the beginning, we had to get married before we could get the house. So it was really traditional. Like we'd never lived together ever before. Um, so yeah, so that was really exciting and we're just so excited and we can't wait for what's to come obviously maybe I'm a bit too honest but if you're going for a house and things it's never simple and I didn't know this I thought it would be a breeze which is my naivety coming through um and I suppose I'm coming on to the next part where I've had a lot of questions um about my mum and my brother moving up which is really exciting um Obviously, we didn't say anything, and I just said on my on my stories that my brother was visiting when we were here in November, but he had moved up, and it's so wonderful to know that we're going to have family. Like, we've already had our first date night, which was last weekend, and we went to the ballet, and it was so strange leaving in the evening to go out on a date night and knowing that I had childcare that was a relative. It was really strange, like, and it wasn't at my mum's house, it was at my own house, and the, the amount of times that we were going to the ballet on the way and I was like should we just turn around like it's, it's it's fine we'll just turn around let's not go and I was proper panicking for no reason at all like Elsie was asleep Elsie was sorted she doesn't tend to wake up anymore and if she does it's because she's a hungry Horace and it was just I was like should we just should we just get and Alex just go when we can if we want it's okay if you want to 
And I was thinking, no, no. And I'm so glad that we didn't turn around and come home because it was really fun. And I thoroughly enjoyed the ballet as well. But obviously my mum's moving up, as you all know, at the moment she's packing up the house um, and hopefully can move up very soon. I know she's visiting us in February, which is super duper exciting for her to be here. Um, And Elsie loves having her Uncle JJ here and loves Grandma um, as well being here and... It just means more people can visit, especially when we've got the new house and everyone can come and visit and we'll have like spare bedrooms, um, which obviously we've never been able to offer that before because the spare bedroom used to be Elsie's playroom. Um, But yeah, so that's really exciting. So I'm going to leave it there for a second and I will answer all your questions in the next part. So the next part is the questions that you've asked. We've not had that many, which is absolutely fine. It's been a while since I've actually come on. I think I've answered the majority in the sense that people have asked a lot about the um, the house, which I feel I've answered the majority. I'm literally surrounded by dogs. I've got to the left of me, Dexter, doing his licking thing, which when they're a Bordeaux, if you've never seen a Bordeaux before, they have like, they're meant to have like wrinkly skin and what are they called jowls where they're really like droopy and I just feel like it's extra slobbery today um and then obviously the usual Seth knows when he is needed on a podcast but he absolutely adores Dexter they're like brothers it's dead cute but he's part collie as well well the only collie thing that he's got um Dexter is his tail um but yeah let's answer the questions let me just get them up on my phone so the first one is asking how Alex feels about my mum and brother moving up to Scotland. Alex has got a really good relationship with my mum and my brother and he is so excited for them to move up. Um, he just keeps saying we can go on date nights, which is very exciting. And she, Elsie will just be able to go to grandma's for a sleepover and things like that. And she can it will just be, it will not always be us. There'll be other people here instead of us having to travel for eight and a half hours to go and see family. Um, and with as well, um, my mum and my brother will be living with us. So it's just gonna, I think she might explode actually, I'll say to be fair, once my grandma, once uh, my mum should have say moves up here, but Alex is absolutely over the moon. Um, I don't know if you were expecting a juicy reply with that one, but no, he likes his in-laws. So it's all good. Um, the next question. Oh, this is juicy. I like this one. Are you planning baby number two now that your family are moving up? Um, baby number two, we would is definitely on the cards in the sense that we would love another baby. However, I am a planner, um, and I would rather be secure in absolutely every area of my life before we have another child. Um. But yeah, no, we would love another baby. Um, And Elsie's at a really cute age now where, to be fair, recently she has been coming up to my belly and going, baby. And I'm like, "Mm, not right. Not just yet, honey. And thanks so much. Mummy's definitely not got the look of a baby tummy. Um, But she's at a cute age. But I definitely want to do it um, before she's three. And she's two this year. So who knows? But if we aren't able to be blessed with a second, we definitely feel 
so amazing having just Elsie as well. Um, another question. Let's have a look. Will you come back to England um, as much as you did? Um, we came back to England probably before COVID, probably twice a year. Um, obviously, we've still got family there. Um, but this time, we probably won't travel in a car. Probably just jump a flight. Um, depending as well with my work. If I've got work in England, then getting a flight is probably the easiest way. Um, seeing family is too. Because obviously going back now, I don't have a house to stay at. So it will be more extensive planning involved. Um, so I definitely will probably just jump a flight because it will be much cheaper. Um, but yeah, I'll come back, but probably not half as much as what we did. And I'm hoping that people will visit us, which would be really nice. Um, there's no plans for the coming months for us to come back to England Um unless obviously there's an emergency and somebody needs us, then we'll just get a flight. Um, and this next one, someone's asked, how is Rose Media doing at the moment? Um, Rose Media is busy. It's getting busier, which is incredible and always so grateful. Um, and I think it's never taken anything for granted when you're self-employed. And I'm not really one to talk on my um personal profile about my business um but yeah I'm glad that I made the decision to stick to being self-employed because it's definitely benefiting Elsie someone's asked um said that their child started nursery and do they have any tips Elsie has thrived in nursery I think she's come on leaps and bounds her speech is amazing obviously she's now walking so um my tips are um Remember to pack their comforter, um, whether it's a dummy, blanket or teddy, because when they have nap times, it will remind them home. Um, I, I remember, I think I actually left it on my profile, um, packing Elsie's um, bag for nursery. Um, and we had to provide quite a few things for them. I also think as hard as it is, don't worry. But on the first day, if they're having a taster session, which usually happens, don't take yourself home. I went for a coffee and it definitely, definitely helped. I went for a coffee. I think I went for a coffee with my mum. Yeah, I went for My mum was here. So I went for a coffee, even if it's on your own or with somebody. And just having that hour to yourself in the taster sessions was the best, best feeling. Um, but don't panic too much and you've definitely got this and just think it's going to benefit your child so much. But I'm not an expert in any of it, in any shape of the imagination. Um, I think that's everything I'm just going through. Oh, they defo just has a bit of a barmy in the background there. Bloody Nora. <laughs> Seth looks really skittish now. Um, I think that's everything. Oh, someone did ask what my brother is doing up here in Scotland, but don't worry, I'm sure we will discuss that in the near future. We don't want to disclose and give too much away right now. Um, but I think that's everything. And I think I'm going to wrap it up there because it's, before I started this, it was a 25 minute um, podcast. I just hope that everybody is well and safe and 2022, it definitely has a good ring to it and all the positive vibes to you all. So we will see you next week. I'm definitely trying to get more guests on here and I hope everybody is well. So thank you.